Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Let's start the show. Senator Susan McDonald joins us this morning. Firstly, um, Senator, I, I spoke with Matt Canavan yesterday, and before I even go into it, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Um, there, there is a lot going on. I just want to congratulate um, the efforts of the LNP around the Rookwood Weir. I understand that, you know, Matt and along with, you know, uh, Colin Boyce, um, Susan Lake, they really pushed hard, um, and along with yourself to really try and get this done. It should have happened years ago. Finally, it's done. It's going to be a, a big part of central Queensland and it's going to bring a lot of jobs. And it really is, to me, a benchmark of what should be going on everywhere um, with water. You know, it, it's a dam. It's a big dam. I know they call it a weir, but it, it's a big dam and it, it's a success. So congratulations. Uh, that's, thanks, Ben. And and Michelle Landry is the is the was really a powerhouse in making sure that this be built. And you're absolutely right. If you can't store water, you can't manage it. It's absolutely basic. Basic in a country like ours that has fantastic rain and then long periods of no rain. You know, you absolutely have to be able to store water. And this will be a supply both for um, urban and agricultural water use. You know, it's it's a really great project. And... Uh, you know, you couldn't believe it that um, it was opened by the current government. They didn't, they didn't want to ask any of the, the local members who, you know, fought so hard. Yeah, it's, it's petty embarrassing. politics. Embarrassing. In our part of the world, we can't play games like that. You know, there's not enough people, not enough politicians to push hard. We've all got to get in together. So, But, yeah, great project. Great uh, to have it finished. And um, we just need to do more of it, Ben. I... I want to get to this Australian Conservation Foundation. Now, we talked about how they're trying their rise to power and what they, they are going through. Uh, they sent a letter to a New South Wales farmer threatening to report him for a legal clearing. Now, at what point does their charitable status get removed? I mean this seriously. This is an absolute lunatic group with unfounded ideologies that have come from scientists who they believe that that they believe all these stats that aren't true. Now, they are a charitable organisation. They have to have this status removed. Let's be absolutely crystal clear here is that these farmers had complied with the letter of the law in New South Wales with regard to clearing. They absolutely had not done anything illegally. And to have a group threaten them, they got a letter in the mail, you must do this within this number of days. You know, the stress, I, I, I think everybody now understands the tree police and the standover tactics, the body-worn cameras, the, you know, just how stressful it is to have somebody attack you about how you're managing your land and your property when you're doing the important work of growing food and fibre. Yeah, when did it happen that a, a group like ACF suddenly became, you know, the nature police. They're, they're making life harder for farmers. They're being threatening. Uh, and I'm almost positive that that was not the purpose that donations are made for. Uh, if the people knew that that's how they were behaving like, like thugs, um, then they would not be giving them money. So, Well, how does it continue I, to go on? That's what I don't understand. How, how does it continue to happen like this, that they do things like that, um, and yet th- they continue 
they continue to, 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 to have that charitable status. Surely somebody's got to step in here and say, no, no more, no more. They, can't, they cannot be included in this. The Australian Conservation Foundation is not a charity. Donations are not for this. They are absolutely trying to bring the blight of farmers to their knees. It's just, it's just criminal. Well, that's exactly right, Ben, and we have a rule of law for a very good reason. I know it suits some people, like Sally McManus and, and some of the unions, to say they only, they only obey the laws that suit them, but uh, in this case, these people absolutely complied with the law. They did what they were supposed to do. Um, they're getting on with managing their land in an appropriate way, and to have these people behaving like thugs and bullies and threatening farmers um, they need to absolutely their status needs to be reviewed, and I'll certainly be calling for that. It's it's unbelievable, and and the stress they put these people through. You know, I just I I think it's wrong, and you know, let's make sure that the ACF understands that this is not their role. Their role is not uh, to to write directly to farmers like this, create stress, behave in a way that's just unacceptable in any other. Uh, place. Imagine if you got a letter like that oh. into your letterbox about you know what you're doing to your garden or your your yard. You know you'd just be devastated, and uh, you know you've then got to get lawyers. You've got to you know spend money on something that is just you know outrageous behaviour. So I'm with you, Ben. This is we're going to do something about this. Yeah, and rightly so, Senator. Are you concerned about the push for renewables? Um, I, I'm I've never been more concerned, and. and <laughs> Even talking to people, I, I yesterday sat next to Kate Campbell, who is an Olympic swimmer, and she is very well-versed, and she's of that generation that wants to see us get to a place where we are, you know, completely, not completely, but very much carbon neutral. But she, the, the, the thing that she explained to me yesterday was that everybody wants the renewables, but if we don't have the right mechanisms... What what makes your phone? What makes the bases that these wind farms go on? What, what it, like everything? We have gone so centric on renewables, and the rule book has been thrown out. We know that there are mountains at the moment that are absolutely getting levelled and flattened, so you can get a flat base. We know that there is renewables going up seventy kilometres from the Great Barrier Reef that are posing a threat. You want to talk about a threat to the Great Barrier Reef? There is land clearing going on, and all of it is exempt because it's feeding um, this net zero carbon neutral mindset that the government at the present moment is trying to trying to enforce and, and it is absolutely against and contradicting against all the other legislation they have towards the farming communities. It doesn't make any sense Ben does it when the name of the game is baseload renewable power it's firming power. It doesn't really matter how much power you think you're generating from renewables. If you don't have a firm power to supply to manufacturing, nobody ever seems to remember manufacturing. You know, it's all very well to have your, your light on and your fan on in your house. But the thing that provides jobs is manufacturing power. And renewables don't provide that. Uh, even today, I saw an article where China is building, you know, acres and hectares and miles of, of uh, renewable uh, solar renewable projects, but they're still also building coal-fired power stations out the wazoo because they know that if you cannot firm 
uh, renewable projects, then you may as well not bother. And in Australia, Chris Bowen, blackout Bowen, doesn't understand that you can build all the renewables you want, but if you don't have a way to keep the power running when the sun doesn't shine, the wind doesn't blow, then you're actually letting your, your country down because we will smash jobs. We're already smashing jobs. If you go into the industrial parts of Acacia Ridge in Brisbane, if you go into Sydney and Melbourne, right across the country, you'll hear businesses talking about being told to load shed already. And when you load shed, that means you have to stop using power, you have to stop your manufacturing, uh, and that means less jobs. That means less turnover for your business. You never make that time or that money back. Yeah. So what the government is doing is making sure that Australians are poorer. And Australians, everybody listening to your show, they know about it. They know about cafes having uh, less hours. There's, they know about uh, businesses, restaurants, where they're getting less people coming through the door spending money because Australians are tightening their belts. But when Australian businesses tighten their belts, that means jobs go, productivity goes, profitability goes, we are less prosperous as a nation, and it has been driven by the Australian government with this impractical uh, plan to only have renewables. They will not discuss new baseload firming. They will not discuss nuclear. They will not discuss new coal-fired. They will not discuss gas. You know, this is a government that is doing their very best. And I don't know, Ben, if it's because they're not very smart, not very practical, they just don't have their eye on the ball, they've been very distracted for the last 12 months, uh, or whether they're actively trying to change Australian uh, culture and business and economy. But we have to be clear that the result of what they're doing is that we will be poorer and our kids will not have the quality of life that we have enjoyed. They will not have the same uh, taxes from royalties and the same corporate no, taxes. It's just not going to happen. The same well-paid jobs, and that means less schools, less roads, less hospitals, less money for the NDIS. You know, very basic job that the government has to do, balancing the books, making sure we all get to have a great life. Uh, they, are, they are devastating by having too many renewal, renewables into the energy and not discussing baseload power. So, you know, I think it's an incredible worry. The fact that they're doing it in places where they're much better suited to uh, to agriculture, to grazing, to cropping, um, or in some parts like near Rockhampton to um, for animal habitat, you know, just, just again demonstrates that they don't understand what happens outside of the capital city. They don't really care, and they don't care what the the, comp the consequence and impact has been. So, you know, we we know what's going on. We just have to be incredibly clear with the government. No, this is a bad idea. You need to focus your attention back on what creates jobs and prosperity in this country, uh, and that will be baseload power. Yeah, we're going to take a break. Senator Susan McDonald joining us this morning. This is rural Queensland today.